Hey everyone, welcome to the Steps Podcast. Today, I'm really excited about the guest that we have. I have uh, Nigel Isaiah. He is the founder and editor-in-chief of Color Magazine. That's the digital fashion magazine for black and brown men. Nigel is from Buffalo, New York, and he currently lives in Harlem. And his favorite magazine of all time is Vibe Magazine, specifically in the 90s and early 2000s era. Nigel, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you are my first guest, and I truly, truly appreciate this. Um, something that people don't know that I shared with Nigel, or something that none of you know, obviously. <laughs> episode. Uh, something that you guys don't know is that um, that I shared with Nigel is his YouTube video on how to start a magazine from scratch is the first video I watched when um, I started Steps Magazine, or I had the idea to start Steps Magazine. And um, I was taking a lot of notes and just pausing and stopping and pausing and just, it was, it was great. So um, man, thank you so much for, for, for joining me and being the, being my first episode here. Um, oh, thank you. For, I'm very honored to be here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, sorry. I should say you're the first episode on the, on the creator, uh, the creator episode. So okay, that's going to be fun times <laughs> anyways, anyways. So man, I just want to jump right in. Um, like I said in earlier, uh, Isaiah is the founder and editor in chief of Color Magazine. Um, so Isaiah, I mean, you know, how did the idea for for Color Magazine come about? Um, so I started Color, uh, I mean, literally because I just could not find a job at the time, could not find an editorial job, and uh, I got to a point where I was just like, I didn't want to continue to let um, my skills go to waste. Um, and so I started with two projects. First, the 25 Most Stylish Black Women in Fashion and Black Men in Fashion. And I had an idea to do those in like a magazine format. And I literally did those on pages on, um, on my MacBook. Mm -hmm. And then I had the idea to start a magazine and act from there. And I went with Star Star of Color. Nice, nice. And then the the it's interesting how you said you know you you know you couldn't find a job so you're like all right i'm just gonna make make my own business and and here you go it's 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 interesting how a lot of companies you know start that way mm -hmm. yeah i i love that i love that um so you know in in, in starting uh in starting color um you know what were what were some of those you know obstacles the toughest obstacles, you know, you faced in, you know, creating, launching color magazine. Um, okay. So, uh, I'm going to give, um, what my strength was first. I think it'll help with explain my obstacle. So, um, I met my mentor on Twitter mm -hmm. and I went to my very first fashion week and I, we literally just end up bumping into each other at a show like yeah. fate yeah. yeah and she started her own magazine and so when yeah. i met her she had just started her magazine and i ended up being able to work under her doing her magazine which made me feel like i could start my own from scratch because i was like well you know she did it and i worked in her and i was like i could do this too mm -hmm. um but i think my biggest obstacle is that i've never worked at like um like a magazine when i say that i mean like a gq or mm -hmm. like a, 
Vogue or like something of that caliber. Yeah. And so I often I'm always feeling like I am figuring things out for the first time. I am uh, coming up with my own systems and I have no idea if, if it's what other people are doing or am I doing, you know, I never know what I'm doing wrong or right per se. Like it may work, but it could be an easier way to do it or something like that. And I think that's my biggest obstacle is that like, you know, I'm just always kind of figuring things out as I go. Even though I kind of, I strive in that area, like that is always the biggest thing. It's like, it would be so nice to like have a blueprint to know how somebody else did it. Um, but in the same breath, it's kind of nice that like, you know, I have not let, not having a blueprint stop me from, you know, we're going to figure this thing out one way or another. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's been like the biggest obstacle I think for me is just um, the, that part. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, it, well, it's, it's funny that you say, you know, you know, you, you're, you are figuring those things out the first time. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, you know, just a side question there is that, you know, is, was that the inspiration for the YouTube video that you made? Um, yeah, kinda, Like I was just kind of like, you know, I want to start a YouTube channel and I knew that I had something that, I could I could at least talk about mm-hmm. you know I, you know, I like my sneakers and I like my fashion and I could do those type of uh those style videos and stuff like that but I knew I had something that I could at least try and see if I could kind of nudge into that market and yeah. um I just decided to kind of like let's just do the video let's just kind of show people you know this is how you are um and I wanted to find a way to draw, draw traffic to the magazine as well Right. Um, and so that was uh, to me, that was a good way. And I was like, we'll just see how many people are looking to start their own magazine by, you know, how what a video does. And um, surprise, I mean, I never thought it would do as well as it's doing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was definitely one of the inspirations, which is I had that information out so that I can put this out there for somebody who may be thinking that um, they can't. Because when I started, the articles that I found were like, you were, I mean, we're all print. Mm-hmm. And the you know, print side of it is expensive. And then yeah. not only let's just say you do digital, let's just take print out of the question. Um, most of media startups come from people with money. Yeah. I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm broke. I don't have I don't have I don't come from money. Yeah. And so I have a lot of extra money to put into this, but I knew that I or I knew that I had I was able to find resources to make my dreams come true and or to get my dreams going. Yeah. And um, digital makes it easier for everybody to put their foot in the door. For sure. Um, you know, you just have to really commit to what you're doing or, or not, or you need to commit to what you're doing. And, um, you really need to just make sure that whatever you're doing digitally is, uh, a niche. There's something that you're really passionate about that, you know, that you're speaking to people who speak that same language. Yep. And, you know, it'll work. Yeah. I, no, I, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, um, you know, for steps magazine, I found myself in that same boat and, you know, and that's when I stumbled upon your video and I saw that, Hey, he's doing digital. And, you know, um, in the video, you held up a print magazine of, of your mag of color magazine. And I'm like, Oh, he's, he's doing both. He can, you can do, you can do this start digitally. And then, you know, if you want, you can bring out a print issue. And that's when like the gear started turning of like, why can't I just have it be digital? You know, mm-hmm. What's stopping and, me from it being digital? 
the print that I did was through third party. So the app that yeah. I use to this magazine offers a print service. So if you were to buy it with that, with the issues that we did offer the print, if you bought them, you know, I was hands off for that. I'd have yeah. to handle anything. They handled the printing and all of that. Um, and it's a different experience. You know, I've done it before and I was doing that. I would much rather prefer to handle the print on my own, but it's an option. You know, if you, yeah. if you feel like, you know, or if you just want to use it, and I think people need to know that those type of options are out there because maybe you're just a creative and you have no idea about some of the business and stuff and you just rather somebody handle that for you. Yeah. Um, that's an option for you to, to, to have. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you know, uh, um, uh, another another question I had for you um, is you're, you, you know, in, in thinking through of the magazine and I was, I was just looking at your latest issue online, um, color magazine, you know, um, uh, dot com. You guys can check it out and I'll have it in the description. Um, but it, when you look when you're when I was looking at your at the magazine, man, your your photography is. Top notch, I mean, that, <laughs> that content page where he's just kind of like just sitting there looking at you, I was like, whoa. Now that's goals in the late in the latest issue that you have on your site, right? Uh-huh. Um, I, I I was just blown away, and so I I, I was I, I'm 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 hoping you could maybe just it just hit on the photography part, you know, um, how how talk to me about the creative behind that because um, man, it's sharp. It, oh, it's that, sharp. That's not me. <laughs> I do no photography. Okay. That is all, um, Amar Thomas, Man Meat Style on um, IG. Um, he's done all the photography and all of the issues from the first from the first issue till now. Um, and I mean, with just the way that I move, as far as like just loyalty and just being there, like that's my partner in this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, unspokenly, but you know, if I go, he's coming with me. You know, yeah. because um, you know, we've just been. We've been chugging away at this thing, but he's responsible for the photography and um, the models. I mean, they just—I mean, they—they they do the hard work. He does—he does the hard work in getting the pictures. The models do the hard work. I mean, the the images that we're able to pull off sometimes, the the faces that we get, the moves that we get. The I, I'm I, I to me, I just feel like I just bring the clothes. Um, but they do the hard work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I hear um, you. I hear you. And we were able to move um, so once around COVID, we were able to move into a uh, studio membership type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also helped out a lot because we all the rest of the shoots that we've done prior have always been out of my the bedroom that I rent in New York. And we've always just shot outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which kind of brings me back to when I started the magazine, like especially being in New York and wherever you're at. Um, the one thing that my mentor always told me was like, you know, New York is your playground. Yeah. You know, New York is your gym. Whatever you want New York to be, it can be it. You know, you don't need to pay to for a gym membership. And I know I'm talking about the gym, we're talking about the magazine, but that was just sure. an example. She's like, you don't need to pay for a gym membership. You have New York. Go, yeah. you know, go work out, go to the park. You know, yeah. you'll you'll find what you need. And I say that to say with the shoots, when we first started, it was just like New York is my playground. I can mm-hmm. shoot at an intersection and every angle gives you a different look. Yep. And all you see is just New York. You wouldn't know that you wouldn't know no way. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you think that, you know, you in a small town or something and you're signing a magazine or um, some type of digital publication and, you know, you're worried about setting, 
you know, you're the only person that knows your city. You know, you start I, start small and just work your way around. You know, mm-hmm. work your and um, you know, you'll be able to come up with some great content. Yeah, no, uh-huh. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. So, um, you know, you 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 brought up you brought up COVID, and um, I, I I you know, I'd like to just ask, man, how's how's that been? How have you guys kind of maneuvered around that? And you know, what's um, you know, how how have you guys just adapted with with COVID? Um, well, the the blessing is that it's not it's a small team, mm-hmm. and so you know, I'm on set, Amara's on set. That's the photographer. We have our models come through and, you know, we don't have to worry about, I'm not worried about having too many people around. Yeah. Um, the biggest issue, of course, is just the industry, you know, where samples are, if yeah. offices are closed, can I get samples when I'm pulling for shoots or um, if we want to do, um, uh, if we want to shoot celebrity, if we want to shoot somebody, an influencer, just having, you know, certain protocols in place so that we can make that happen. Um, but the last issue that's, you know, currently out right now, we shot Swiss and, you know, I saw him on the, um, I was familiar with him beforehand, but I was at the friend's house and I saw him on Rihanna's uh, Fenty fashion show that was on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to reach out to him. I'm going to yeah. see if we can shoot him. And, you know, that, that just happened. That was very kind of organic. Yeah. Um, we were able to shoot him. Um, and we had to make, I had to make sure that, you know, things were in place, masks and hand sanitizer and, um, the studio offers a space that I can't give. I'm shooting out of my room. So I have to make sure that we had the studio space that everybody can social distance. And um, there was a struggle getting closed from some people because offices were closed. And right. um, it's tricky trying to, you know, maneuver. And I don't have a shipping budget. So if you're not paying for it, I'm not paying for it. So I guess we'll work together next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's hard when offices are closed here, but open in LA and, you know, it's hard. Who's gonna accommodate and who's not? But um, soon this should be over. I'm hoping. <laughs> hey, I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, so so real quick. I mean, um, you know, we, we we talked about some of the struggles and you know the obstacles that that you faced. Um, you know, what what would you consider your your biggest win or wins? You know, for for color for color magazine right now. Uh. Um, you know, this last issue was a big win because yeah. it was like it was the most perfect thing I've ever produced to date. And I think all our issues have gotten better, you know, with each one. Mm-hmm. But this one, like the production was a lot better. Like I knew the production was better. I made sure that, mm-hmm. you know, the images were um high res and or Amari made sure the images were, were high res. Um, I went through and made sure that um that the layouts were as crisp as I could possibly make them you know i'm not a graphic designer um but i try to do the best that i can and uh the compliments that received on this issue were um were pretty like let me know that you know we did the good work yeah um and then also it's just at this point you know i remember when we started it was such a struggle to get close the shoot um so many questions and i get it you know i I get the brands have you know some some things that they that they want to make sure are in place and they have seen us uphold but you know when you're just getting started you're just looking for that one yes yeah. and a bunch <laughs> of no's and so it's just like you know now you know i still get no's but you know i get a lot more yeses now too yeah. um that's that's the big one it's always when when i go into an office and i see a package that says nigel isaiah color magazine like that 
that's everything to me. Yeah. Um, because that 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 is that is that is purely me, you know, and just the hard work that me and Amar and the models do to make the magazine looks the way it looks and to present something that is um on the level that I want it to be on. I want to compete with the greats. So um that that's to me is my biggest, you know, accomplishments is that you know we're we're moving and people are getting to know the magazine and um they know who I am because of the magazine. It's, it's not because of the work I've done in my past or um who who's published me in the past because of the work that I'm doing now. And this is something that I started, you know, the first idea I had was on a bus stop in the Bronx on my way home in the winter. And I was just like, you know what? You're gonna start your own magazine. You're gonna start this project as a magazine and it ended up turning into a color magazine. And you know, that's what I do think is like my biggest accomplishments that you know, I'm four years in. So um that's the the best part no that's awesome man that's awesome i love that um so you know you know so so you know you're four years in now and um you know what so what are your kind of what are your long-term goals now for for color magazine um i want color you know i want more celebrity covers i want to go on the print um i love a team you know when i when I magazines and digital publishing in general is just not what it was mm-hmm. um 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You know, when I was growing up and just a fan, you know, mass heads were huge and fashion teams were huge. And that's just not the case anymore. Um, but I would love to be able to have a small team that I can pay. Yeah. And we can, you know, create the magazine and um be able to do the things that we want to do, travel and produce things that are just on a different level than what we're doing right now. Um, I won't call it to pay my bills. <laughs> um, I want, you I know, this you. is my game and it's nice, but you know, and it, it's starting to bring in a little bit of money, but right. um, the goal is for this to be full-time and for this to pay my bills. So, yeah. um, you know, that would be, that would be great. And then whatever else I get, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I'd like for you to just, uh, maybe last question here really for you is, um, you know, the, you know, you, you've hit on like that digital space and, you know, it, it, we, uh, you being in that digital space and it looking different now, um, than what it was years in the years past, um, you know, what, what's maybe, what are your, you know, kind of closing remarks or closing comments to those who are looking to start in the digital space for a magazine obviously check out the youtube we'll youtube video we'll we'll link that YouTube. Um, but <laughs> let's just say you don't let's just say you listen to this and you want to start right now you know yeah. forget the youtube for a second sure um i would tell you that whatever it is that you want to start a magazine on um you have to find find your lane Fat, like fat, fashion, for example, is a very big lane, right? Um, I found when we first started, when I first started Color, um, I wanted to do a unisex magazine. I was heavily inspired by Vibe, and I wanted that. I wanted that feel. Yeah. I did a Google search one time, and I realized that um, I think I had Google like Black men's magazines or Black fashion magazines, something like that. I googled, yeah. and my project popped up. Mm. The 25 most stylish black men in fashion that was like on the first page and so it made me go check my analytics on um issue where i host uh, my magazine at 
Right. And I saw that that project was doing, you know, pretty decent numbers. And it was doing it because people were just finding it on Google. And I, I was like, oh, you know, you kind of have this lane right here. And so when we did the very first menswear issue, it was just going to be a special one-off. Um, I was really frustrated with trying to get, um, having a space to have feet. We were shooting female models. And it was just getting more difficult because they needed makeup artists and hair. Um, well, I had a lady, I had a girl who was doing it and she was great. There was nothing wrong with her at all, but she was kind of canceling jobs to look out for me. Um, and I I just was like, you know, I need to do something a little bit easier for right now. You know, it, it can always turn back. It's mine, so I can do what I want. That's kind of how I felt when I got to the point to change. I was like, it's mine. I'm going to do what I want. If I want to change it back, I could change it back. And when we did that first menswear issue, um, the numbers doubled oh, and wow. I realized it reads the reads had doubled and I was like, this is my niche. So I would tell somebody to find your niche um, and stay strong, hold strong on the whole study on it mm-hmm. um, and believe that the people that, that, you know, that are into like what you do, for example, there are plenty of parent magazines, yeah. but they have a, a magazine for step parents is involves entirely new conversations on parenting at young ages, um, at adolescents, at teens, like it's just different. Right. It Thank requires you. a different type of it requires a whole it, re- it requires its own magazine. And it's something that people are Googling because when people are Googling um for parenting advice, step parents are going to Google for step parent advice. Right. And if the niche is not if, if the niche is open, jump on it. So that would be my first advice. And my second piece of advice would just be to you know, don't be afraid to start now. Take your time. You know, you want to kind of move at, at a at a pace because you want to get things going and you're excited, but um, you want to take some time and develop your content. You know, yeah. sit down, you have your idea and figure out, okay, I want to start a magazine on makeup and I want to focus on eyeliner. Can I write 50 articles about eyeliner? Can I sit down and come up with 50 titles about eyeliner and mm-hmm. roll those out on a bi-weekly basis? That'll tell you if you have a really good topic for your magazine and what you're doing. Right. Um, and I think my last piece of advice would be that something my mentor told me was that um, most magazines take about six years to really do something. And a lot of magazines fail within their first year. And those are just the magazines that are funded by big money mm. and don't make your money back. So yeah. if you're just starting yours on your own, it's just dependent on you. Um, you know, take your time and move accordingly. You know, we went from um, four issues a year to two. Yeah. Because I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. Um, and I would like to go back to four now. I feel up to it. But when I had to switch it up, I had to switch it up, but I never stopped. Yeah. Um, and so I would just tell you, you know, move, move at your pace, but just don't stop. Yeah. You know, it will get easier. Um, it will get smoother. And, you know, if you just stick it out, you know, the money will come. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, that, you know, the, the, the niche and making sure that, you know, you, you have that niche. I, I 100% agree with you on that. That's something that Mm -hmm. I I really thought about. And, and, you know, and I thank you for your praises as well for, for, for steps. Um, and, um, it was really something I, I, I thought long and hard about was what, what that niche was going to be. And, um, you know, that, that was, that was kind of my, light bulb moment there and then mm-hmm. the the articles thing man that's that's big i i um 
I, I didn't even really think about it like that. It was, you know, pick this topic, like you said, eyeliner, can you write, you know, X amount of articles on it? And if you can't, then move on. But if you can, then all right, now you got some traction. That's, that's great. I, I honestly, like, that was just like a light bulb moment right there for me right now. So I, that, right. no, everything you said right now, man, I, I, I agree with, and I, I think it's great. I, I, I just, I think that's add, like with that, um, you know, like with the eyeliner example, with the stuff paint example, it is not to say that you can't write about um, lip gloss. Right. It's not to say that you can't write about how um, um, how parents who, how other parents parent, other than step parents. Right. But it's that if you want to control your niche, you know, if you want to control a specific audience so that when people go on Google and they type in that keyword search that you pop up on the first page, yeah, you want so, and that's something that I didn't know when I first started either. I was just, I was just on go. I thought that I could just start writing and, you know, it took me a minute to learn that, but now I can tell people, you know, if you can't sit down and come up with, you know, 50 articles, we can last you about four months if you just roll them out on a, you know, a couple mm-hmm. times to get, you know, the Google algorithms going, then you might want to think about something else. Yep. You know, um, yep. And that's what I had to do when I switched from men's to, I mean, from just unisex to men's was yeah. that was a whole lot easier for me to write about and to get an audience driven to the magazine. So, and it doesn't mean I can't shoot women in the future because I can now, but at least now I have my audience coming and they know what they know what to expect and what to look for. And I can figure out how to add the other stuff that I like in as I see fit. Yeah, no, agreed, man. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, 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 man, I just, I, I can't really thank you enough for this. Uh, Nigel, thank you so much for, for, for doing the podcast with me and, um, you know, being our first creator on, um, you know, any, any last words you, you have, uh, that, that, you know, just, you just want to say, um, I didn't tell anybody to check out color magazine, but check out color magazine, um, check out or follow color magazine on IG at color magazine, color with a K. Um, and, I just, anybody who's listening to this who want to start anything, um, a magazine, digital magazine, print magazine, um, there are avenues, there are ways to do it and get your, your vision done. Um, it doesn't have to be a monthly, it could be a yearly or a bi- you know, you create what you want to create that can work for you and it will happen. It will flourish. If you give it some time. So I just want anybody to be encouraged. Um, I know the struggles, um, but you will overcome and you will have a great magazine as well. So. I hear you, you, man. I hear you. And, and, and for those of you who are wondering, you know, I, I, uh, you know, cold DM'd Nigel here and he, he was all for it. So, um, uh, so, you know, don't, don't be afraid, you know, take that leap, take that, you know, take that risk. And, um, you know, Nigel talked about that too, with his current, with, with the current model that he used, um, you know, that, that he saw, he, he reached out to, and, um, you know, you'll, you'll never know until you, until you try. And, um, the worst case scenario is a no, right? Yeah. Worst case scenario is a no. And then you move on. No worries. So and those are good. Let me tell you something about no's real quick. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. That's so good. I love when people would tell me no now, because now I got your email. See, when you don't respond, I don't know if the email worked, if you, whatever, but if you respond back, Oh, I know who I'm talking to now. And I'm coming back again and again and again. And you know, a lot of people start off when they email you, they may, you know, they won't they'll act like they're not familiar or they don't know or stuff like that. Okay, well, you can get familiar now because now I have your email address and now I get to pitch you all the time. Yep. 
you know, that's a great point. That's that's a great point. Always told me, you know, as long as you're getting no's, that means you're reaching out to people. Yeah. You know, you want to, sometimes you want to count how many no's you can get in a day because it means you send out X amount of emails, you pitched Mm -hmm. X amount of people. And the more, the more, the more no's that you're getting in, that yes is bound to come. But if nothing is coming in, yeah, you know, you're exactly. in the game. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you get that. No, you know, you hit their inbox. All right, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. No worries. That, that, that's, that's more, that's more data for me. So no, I hear you. That's a great point, man. That's a great point. So, Hey, th- thanks again. Thanks again, sir. I, I really appreciate your time. And, and uh, uh, like, uh, like Nigel said, you guys can, you guys can check out his magazine color magazine that's with a k colormagazine.com and he's on social with uh with ig and that and that's at color magazine again thanks again sir i really appreciate your time man and um i i wish you the best okay thank you so much thank you same to you man i really appreciate it <laughs>